Mm. <laughs> I'm going to use that in my recording. It's going to be a little kick drum sound. Boom, boom, Buddy, you're a young man, old man, old man, young man, young man, and old man, young. You got blood on your face. A big disgrace. I'm going to do things to your face. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode 61. 61. 61 has no meaning to me. Me neither. Nah, it's just a thing. Yeah. How are you, Monica? I'm great. Oh, that's nice. We're back in uh, East Lake where it's a beautiful day outside. And of course, we are inside recording a podcast and it's mother's day so uh, it is mother's day so by the time you hear this happy belated mother's day to all your mothers all you mothers yes and your mother's mothers and so on and so forth my sister just had a baby she you got a new mom in the family well she has another child you've got a redundant mom in the family yeah (laughs) so they had not chosen a name for her yet when she was born. Okay. So her her name was Pop Tart. That was her <laughs> That was her temporary <laughs> name. <laughs> now here's the problem with that is that that name now is just that's stuck. Yeah. That's going she's going to be Pop Tart no matter what they call her. Yes. So the, they come up with a new The first child's nickname was Hot Pocket. so things you find at a convenience store yeah so she got a real name slushy it's another food okay okay it's olive oh (laughs) but i kind of like that yeah there's something sort of i like that some of the old-fashioned names are starting to come back a little bit i want those i want some edith and gladys's and percy's and yeah, it's Things way like better that. than the Kenzies. Yes, and uh, and it's better than Pop Tart. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, okay, but that's just <laughs> that, that. I mean, I mean, she's going to be called Pop Tart for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah, she she's going to be President Pop Tart. <laughs> what was worse was the temporary middle name. Oh no! Was Poopstick. Pop Tart Poopstick. And the day she was born, I played trivia, and our team name was Pop Tart Poopstick. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a name that would need a lot of expo- explanation. You think she would go by her middle name or her first name? Poopstick. I think she'd go by Poopstick. <sighs> I told them they should probably keep the Pop Tart and try to get some of that money. Yeah, the Pop Tart money. Yeah, who makes that Kellogg Nabisco? I don't know. Who makes a Pop Tart? Who I think that's probably a Kellogg thing. Yeah, I think that so. seems Kellogg-y to me. Man, that was my that was a go-to college sweet college snack. Money. Oh my god, just a big sugar bomb in the morning. <laughs> well, congratulations to your sister. That's amazing. 
hey, speaking of amazing, this is not amazing, but I figured out <laughs> where the... Uh, so we've been throwing around this term ghost point for the last couple of our big episode uh, brouhaha challenge massacre things. <laughs> yeah. I haven't quite figured out what we're going to call it yet. <laughs> and uh, uh, I've, I've seen teams, I've heard teams now talk about the ghost point. I know like there was a team that referenced the ghost point in their team name. Uh, so there's a lot of, there's, there's the ghost point. It's, it's a hot topic, <laughs> hot topic. They and, put it in their team name. Yeah, somebody wrote the team name. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Willie Mays Ghost Point was one Willie of the Willie Mays team Ghost names. Point. Shake it. Uh, so uh, we were trying to figure out where the Ghost Point came from, and we knew that it had come from one of our big uh, two lightning round uh, extravaganzas. It was the previous month. It was the previous month, and I now I'm blanking on the... Oh, no. Oh, this episode must have been episode 56. 56. Okay. Would be it. And you had given the answer white Russian, and then you had changed it to, to mudslide. mudslide. It and, was about the ice cream. Yeah, it was all the graveyard flavors for yeah. Ben and Jerry. So that's where Ghost Point is. That point why I called from. it a Ghost Point? Maybe. No, I don't, I don't think that's why I called it. That. We'll drop in the clip right here where the, where the Ghost Point originated. <laughs> okay. uh, so here it is. All right, how did we do here? You got three. I think I only got one. You got. You got one. Ugh. Almost two with the white Russian. Yeah. So do we, should we call it like a call that like the ghost point? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the point that just leaves you without saying goodbye? <laughs> it was here, and then it was gone. Just what? Where'd you go? Point. <laughs> oh, I was tired. I just wanted to go home. Totally ghosted me. Make up weird terms <laughs> off the top of my head. Well, that much like your meowing and karaoke, Ghost Point is now catching on <laughs> like wildfire. <laughs> and at next Monocon, you know <laughs> it's going to be just people dressed in Ghost Point outfits meowing incessantly. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> what a way to get the cops called on you. Oh, Monocon. Monocon. It's coming real soon. So yeah, that's that's your the ghost point mystery is solved, and okay. uh, well, next week we'll forget again. <laughs> so, <laughs> but keep uh, that clip ready. But we'll have to figure out what the, what our ghost point totals are going to have to be at the end of the year. That'll that'll be a, a, some sort of running total of ghost points. As yeah, we go. I don't know exactly what they mean yet, but it's I know that it's important. Well, and for those of you listening, before we started recording, we were talking about what would exactly constitute getting a ghost point and we've decided that it's random yep it's at the whim of the ghost point giver mm-hmm. so anything could be a ghost point <laughs> i could give you a ghost no can't give you a ghost point right now it's only for the challenge episodes yeah it's only for those right, right? that's the only rule we have about right it. but if, I, if <laughs> like for some reason I, I like your hair that day i could give you a ghost point oh so look I'll nice on, on those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> clean up a little bit. <laughs> you clean up so nice. Here's a ghost point. <laughs> some of those sweet ghost points. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do some regular points and uh, get started with this podcast. You ready? Ready. Let's do it. Now it's time for the lightning round. All right. We are going to ask five questions of each other and then give five answers. And then at the end of it, see who got the more answers right of the five. Whoa. Hey, what is your theme for me this week? Uh, Nashville. Oh, a city I really want to go to. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I'm going to learn a lot here. Uh, your round is on bad ideas and specifically companies that have (laughs) companies that have put out things that they shouldn't have put out. Okay. Products and things like that. All right. Would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Here we go with today's lightning round. Question number one. What fast food chain sells scented candles? That smell like they're uniquely shaped burgers. Hmm. Is it White Castle? It is White Castle. You can get yourself a White Castle scented candle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Now, Now, do you like a White Castle burger? No. Okay. I, I have an affinity for them, but I don't want that smell they around have, the house. Oh, God. They no, no, have no. Um, like chicken rings, I think, is like their... Wow. Okay. <laughs> I've only ever had them when I was drunk, okay. so they were great. That's that's a White Castle <laughs> motto right there. Have this when you're drunk, because then it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no other time. That's not, that's not food for sobriety. That is food for three in the morning. I gotta get something oh, in my stomach. Those- burgers have a very distinct smell yeah. oh yeah and it is not candle worthy it's, like, <laughs> it's like cat litter burps or something <laughs> cat litter burps it's like poop pickles <laughs> pop tart poop stick <laughs> yeah gross yeah well i'm it. glad i i got the point though you did your first question Centennial Park in Nashville is home to the only replica of what ancient Greek building? Hmm. Ancient Greek building. I'll just go with my first guess. The Parthenon. You got it. Yay. I don't know if I can name right off the top of my head any other ancient Greek building. Well, there's one called the Pantheon. Oh, Wow. Now, I think. I hope I'm right about that. Now I'm going to always get those two mixed up. Thanks a lot for the knowledge. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Let's do the rest of the podcast in this voice. <laughs> Question number two for you. In the 90s, what tech company tried and failed to market an expensive game system called the Pippin? P-I-P-P-E-N. Hmm... No, a lot of them do make game systems. Yeah. I don't know. AOL. Mm. No, it was Apple. Oh. It was Apple. And that was when they were 
bringing out a bunch of things that had Apple-y names. Like they had the Macintosh, they had the Pippin. They also came Is out. Pippin the name of an Apple? Yeah. Oh. And then they came out. Oh, at that the same... would have helped if knew that. <laughs> yeah, it was the same time they came out with a PDA called the Newton that failed at the same time. And this was like when people were like, well, maybe Apple's not going to uh, be a thing for much longer. Yeah. And then, you know, then it became a bigger thing. Yes. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> Number two. What president played piano at the opening of the new Grand Ole Opry? So it was when they built the new building? Mm-hmm. I believe that is uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon. That's right. Yes. And I only know that because I just finished listening to a great Watergate podcast. Oh, really? Called Slow Burn. And uh, I will go ahead and... T- pump another podcast out there but they do a, a eight episodes on watergate and they talk about that moment when he's like embroiled in the whole thing and but he shows up at the grand old opry and plays uh america the beautiful or something like that on the piano and it's just yeah, a surreal moment like yeah there was some protesters i think and it was his wife's birthday oh i didn't i didn't hear that that bit and I did not know that he played the piano. No, I didn't know that either. Uh, question number three for you. Betamax lost the video cassette war to VHS in the 80s. What company made Betamax? Oh, uh, I wrote a question about Betamax mm-hmm. once. Yeah. I don't know if I read the name of the company. Is it Sony? It is Sony. Oh, right. Well done. What a fabulous guess. And number three. Because the top looks like his ears, what is the nickname of the downtown AT&T building? Uh, huh. I could spend a lot of time thinking about this. I'm not going to. Dumbo. Batman. Ah, uh, Batman. Yes, it's just the, the mask ears. Although well, I like to think funny. that he has little ears that fit up there. I almost like said that. Spock. I'm trying <laughs> to think of like like uh, like different ear. Yeah. We should do a round on people with uh, crazy ears. Right. Crazy well, ear. Well, there's rounds. one question. Right there, there we go. We've knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, question number four for you in the seventies, Clairol introduced two dairy-based products. I love these names. A Touch of Yogurt and The Look of Buttermilk. Uh, and those were introduced into their line of what kind of products? The Clairol products. What exactly were The Look of Buttermilk and A Touch of Yogurt? Is it uh, makeup? Or like cream, like face cream? It is not. It was shampoo. Mm. It was shampoo. The look of buttermilk. What is what 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 is appealing about the look of buttermilk? I just think about a cow. <laughs> All the time. Also That's the why look, your nickname was Moo. The look of buttermilk <laughs> is in your, your hair. hair. <laughs> Very nice. Oh. That's, a, that's gorgeous. 
Number four is true or false.、Mm-hmm. The historic RCA Studio B in Nashville was the first studio in the U.S. that the Beatles made recordings. Wow. I'll say true. It's false. I made、uh, it up. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I finally made up a true or false question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very well done. <laughs> yeah, it was a big Elvis studio. Sure. But one thing I did learn is that he was recording a Christmas album,、mm-hmm. and it wasn't Christmas time. So he was having trouble getting in the Christmas spirit. So he put up Christmas lights in the studio,、mm-hmm. and they're still there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that.、Uh, all right, here's the last one for you, and it's a 50 50 question. Okay. According to the most recent statistics, what failed car models have the most cars still in existence? The DeLorean or the Ford Edsel? Hmm. I don't really know what the Edsel is. It was a flop of a car that was released in the late 50s. I'm going to say DeLorean. There are more Edsels still out there.、Oh, right. um, there I only th- said DeLorean because it was the only one I heard of. So there are still,、uh, they only made like 100,000 Edsels, but there are still about 10,000 out there.、Uh, DeLorean, they made about 9,000 DeLoreans before. John DeLorean、uh, coked himself out <laughs> and the place went bankrupt. But there are still 6,000 DeLoreans out there. So, percentage wise, there's more DeLoreans. I saw one on this street one yeah. time. Yeah. Parked. I was like, I gotta get my camera. <laughs> I don't think any of those cars can go up to 88 miles an hour. Oh. Not anymore. Maybe at one point. Well, you have to have.、Um... Yeah, you have to have plutonium your, have your, or uranium and your flux or capacitor. Tater. Flux capacitor. <laughs> I have the flux in capacitor. Does that count? I have that acid reflux capacitor <laughs> that、uh, gets me sometimes. Oh, me too. Oh, that's awful. That's terrible. You want、um, some Tums? <laughs> I have one more for you. All right, give it to me. I don't remember writing this one. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. This, this question was the reason I wrote this whole round. Oh, okay, good. The Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation has given credit to what type of parties boosting tourism? What type of parties? Mm hmm. I do,、oh、boy. I, re- I really don't know. I'm just going to make a stupid guess. Toga parties. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's Bachelorette. Bachelorettes go to Nashville? Nashville is now like the capital for Bachelorette parties. Crazy. What? Somebody wonder- told me about this, and that's what made me write this whole round. I wa- that's amazing. <laughs> I wonder why that is, and what do they offer out there that's、uh, so、apparently- all the Bachelorettes? I don't know how it started, but businesses kind of got together and thought, like, we're going to like, cater to bachelorettes. Right. So they offer like, all these different things, like, I don't know, like a, like a dance studio offered,、uh, 
You know, like the weird stripper exercising, like the stripper pole dancing thing? Very, very well. You know, very well. <laughs> yes. My classes, well, are, my classes are Wednesday at they four. They don't strip, they just pole dance. Right. And so they like, oh, bring in your bachelorette party and you all get to do pole dancing together. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like, go to the feather boa shop and everybody gets a feather boa. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare <laughs> to me, but some people like that sort of thing. You know what would make a great bas- bachelorette party event? Pub quizzes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the Actually, bad. I would like that. Yeah. That would be a good party. See somebody with a chiara come in and just... Uh, all their friends. And There's those... a shirt that says bride, bitch, and like rhinestones. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. How did we do? You got one. You got two. You got two. You also got two. All right. <laughs> Both shitty. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not indeed? I like those though. Those are great. Um, cool. All right, that was your lightning round. It is now time for your game prep. Here's some uh, topics we may cover in our pub quizzes this week based on things that have happened in the past. Here we go. May 14th, 1804. The Corps of Discovery leaves Camp Dubois in what is now Illinois to head west to the Pacific Ocean. The Corps of Discovery is led by Captain Meriwether Lewis and Second Lieutenant William Clark. I didn't know that that's what it was called. The Corps of Discovery. Uh, all the way out to West. In fact, if have you been down to Oregon? Yeah. Uh, uh, you can go out to uh, Astoria and you can see the last place that they camped. They have a little plaque out there. They made it all the way to, all the way mm. to Oregon. That was that is a big thing out here that they teach in school a lot, I think. Yeah. We had the Wright brothers. Oh, of course. And That's interesting, depending on your region of what kind of gets mm-hmm. drilled into your head. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis and Clark is huge out here. You've got Lewis and Clark colleges, you've got Lewis and Clark counties. Everything. Yeah. And we don't give a shit about the Wright brothers. <laughs> Wright brothers can go screw. <laughs> <laughs> in that bolt on the very first plane that they made. <laughs> Their names are Orville and who gives a shit? Orville, what's a better name? Orville or a Merriweather? Oh, I think. And I'll not. give you two, I'll give you two <laughs> options. The first one is for a child, Orville or Merriweather. Okay. What do you like there? Probably Orville. Okay, now it's a pot-bellied pig. Mm, Merryweather. There you go. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. 
I wish I could give you a ghost point for that, but I can't. A bot-bellied pig. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for Orville on that, and you didn't. You surprised me, and I, I appreciate that. <laughs> May 14th, happy Dance Like a Chicken Day. That's a thing. We were just talking about Arrested Development. This makes me think now of Arrested oh, yeah. Development. <laughs> I love it. No one seems to know why, but today is the day to do the chicken dance. Uh, the song Chicken Dance was written by Swiss accordionist Werner Thomas in the 1950s, but it wasn't until the 70s when Americans created a dance to go with it. In 2004, loved finding this out, in Cincinnati, Porkopolis, <laughs> Motley Crue singer Vince Neil led an attempt to break the world's largest chicken dance. And I think they did, but then it got broken like six years later by somebody else. Wow. So Cincinnati was on top of the chicken dance game thanks to Motley Crue singer Vince Neil. Chickenopolis. <laughs> That's what they call it now. No, nobody calls it that. <laughs> May 15th, 1869, Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton formed the National Woman Suffrage Association. Breaking from other equal rights groups who wanted to delay giving women the right to vote. The word suffrage comes from the Latin word for vote or political support. Which I didn't know that part of it, what what the word suffrage meant. I heard it for years and never paid attention to exactly what, what the meaning was. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was reading on this. Uh, so this is right after Civil War and... There was this um, one equal rights group, AERA, which I can't remember what exactly it stands for, but I think it's American Equal Rights Association or something like that. And they had decided we want to work on getting the the African Americans just who have just been freed from slavery the right to vote first, and then we'll get to the women eventually. And Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Stanton were like, uh, we can do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. We're capable of doing both. And they got into, a, uh, you know, the faction started to split off and they kind of started their own thing. So that's where that all came from. So and now everybody can vote and everybody should. Elections coming up this fall. You can vote for me at Monacon. <laughs> Best Monica. Yeah. Oh my God. What uh, if what there was? I would lose probably if there was somebody else. What so. if there was a Monica <laughs> like a, a dress up contest, and then you came in like third? <laughs> Do you know who that happened to? That happened to Charlie Chaplin. Oh was, really? He was on vacation. This is a great uh, side story I had here. No a moment. Idea. So he was on some sort of vacation. There was a Charlie Champlin lookalike contest. And he thought, "Oh, this will be fun." So he got out his little tramp stuff and he got in there and did his Charlie Champlin. And he came in third. That is fantastic. <laughs> Just a little bonus. A bonus thing that has nothing to do with game prep, but now might because we might put that in someplace. May fifteenth. Happy Chocolate Chip Day, not Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, which is another time. But this is a celebration (laughs) of of the humble chocolate chip. First created in 1937 when Ruth Wakefield cut up chunks of a Nestle chocolate bar and added them to her batter. 
Wakefield was working at the Toll House Inn in Massachusetts at the time, thus inventing the Toll House cookie. I don't know why these things are separated, but... Yes, the I, very first time it was made, it was made into I, a chocolate chip I'm, cookie. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't know how these National Day things work. All I know is today is the day that she was like... Also, before that, they just had like plain cookies and that was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing else it, in there? They just said like... It was just like hard tack cookies. It was just like <laughs> sawdust and flour and water. And then they put like, you know... <laughs> Detergent flakes. <laughs> They're all those health cookies with like twigs and things like that. And she was like, you know what? Chocolate is good. Yeah. I'm an innovator. Next, I'll actually put sugar in these. Let me ask you something. Cookie question. Really, really important cookie question. What's my favorite cookie? Yes. <laughs> but I have another one. But go ahead with that one first. I like the chocolate chocolate chip. Oh, chocolate. Like the cookies, and then chocolate, the, so you're getting, and the chips. You get an extra chocolate in there. Yeah, I like those. Should there ever be a raisin in a cookie? No. We are friends Gross. for life. We are friends for life. And for all the people who, who like raisins and cookies, you're, you're entitled to do your thing. Should there ever be a rabbit turd in a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that. If you think there should be rabbit turds in cookies, <laughs> email us, chrisfix at gmail.com. Actually, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop listening to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. You've got other things to do. <laughs> Check yourself into an institution. <laughs> you need help. May 16th, 1929. The first Academy Awards are handed out at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. The winners had been announced three months prior to the ceremony and the actual handing out of the awards only took 15 minutes. Two movies won a Best Picture Prize, Wings for Outstanding Picture, and Sunrise for Best Unique and Artistic Picture, with Wings considered the first Best Picture winner. Yes, and the only fully silent, all the way through silent movie to win Best Picture. Mm. Uh, yeah, they, uh, for some and reason. That year, they were only allowed to name movies one word. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Chaplin's movie that year was called The Circus. So, yeah, maybe they're just trying to keep things simple. <laughs> uh, there was a, there, so they had this best and unique, what was it called? Best and unique, uh, Oh, best unique and artistic picture prize. Mm-hmm. They got rid of that the next year. They also got rid of the best title writing, which was like those little title cards you see in silent movies. <laughs> yeah. Because after that, because one of the other awards they gave out was an honorary award. They gave out to Warner Brothers for the jazz singer to bring sound into things. And then the next year, everything was sound. Mm-hmm. So the title writers were like out of out of work and weren't getting any any other awards. So the Sunrise movie was the only one to win that award? Yeah. It was the only one to ever win Best Unique and Artistic Picture. Yeah, so. it is kind of redundant. Like it's just the best one. Yeah. Maybe they just liked him both so much they wanted to give him something. Well, uh MGM, the Louis B. Mayer who headed MGM and was the first president of the Academy uh, said uh, that the reason they started the Academy Awards is that he thought that he could make the people in the movie industry do what he wanted if he just handed them a bunch of awards sometimes. 
and he was kind of right. Yeah, that is basically what <laughs> so, it does. So that's what uh, that's what he was trying. He, was, well, he wanted to make sure everybody got a got a ribbon. You know, let's everybody get something. May sixteenth, nineteen fifty-five. Happy birthday, Olga Corbett. Happy birthday. The gymnast nicknamed the Sparrow from Minsk won four gold medals and two silvers at the Olympics in 1972 and 1976. She created the Corbett Flip, a backflip on the uneven parallel bars, which is now an illegal move in Olympic competition, I think because it's dangerous. That's usually why they make things illegal, right? Yeah, yeah. She was the first gymnast that I remember hearing about. And she was huge in 72. 76, she had had an injury, and it was that was kind of the Nadia Komenich uh, coming out party. But she did end up winning something in 1976 as well. Why was she called the Sparrow? I don't know. I don't know. She was a, she was a little tiny bird person. I don't know. <laughs> she had a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> what a mean nickname. May 17th, 1977. Atari co-founder Nolan Bushnell opens the first Chuck E. Cheese in San Jose, California. It was originally supposed to be called Coyote Pizza, but when employees thought the animatronic coyote looked more like a rat, Bushnell changed the name. (laughs) What about Showbiz? Showbiz is a different... A different pizza but chain. But Chuck E. Cheese bought Showbiz. Yes. Yes. And Originally, it was a different thing, but uh, they merged at some point. So there was a Showbiz pizza in my hometown, mm-hmm. which is now a Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. It is still there. And you're not happy about it? Oh, no. It's fine. Whatever. But I watched you don't seem happy about documentary. <laughs> well, they did change the tokens. Right. And, like... The band, like the animatronic band, right? Uh, they're the exact same robots, mm-hmm. but when Chuck E. Cheese bought them, the guy who created them and the the characters and the songs and all that stuff, he wouldn't sell them the characters. Oh, I didn't know this. So they just like removed their skins right. and put on new skins, right. but they're the same robots. <laughs> So that's like this weird, like, oh, there used to be a gorilla that played the drums, and now it's this weird purple thing that's shaped the same, <laughs> but it's not him. And then, like, the exact same robots, and they just look different. Weird. It's very weird. weird. So I watched a documentary about the showbiz pizza band. Yeah. I don't remember what it what the band is called. I should look it up because it's funny. Oh, the band is called the Rockafire Explosion. Oh, Oh, my God. So in West Seattle, there used to be um, between on on California Avenue uh, near the junction, there was a Rockafire, what was it called? Rockafire Explosion Uh display. You could look in this window and you would see the animatronic. Oh, really? Yeah. It was crazy. So the documentary is about people who are like obsessed with this band right and people actually like save their money and bought the robots that this guy still had like a few left in the warehouse and they bought them Mm -hmm. and this one guy programs them to sing like pop songs and makes youtube videos yeah of 
the I, band playing like I, Britney I, Spears. I, I want to say that's a Seattle guy. I, I want to say that's the, that's the thing that was up in West Seattle. I'll have to do some further research on that, but I think that's what that was. But uh, any, well, any, there were a few, right? And it's all creepy. <laughs> animatronic anything i remember like seeing in disneyland like the country bear jamboree or jubilee or whatever it's called yeah and creepy i was very little and my parents took me to like a special museum exhibit with animatronic dinosaurs Mm because i was real obsessed with dinosaurs so they thought i would really like it sure spent the whole time screaming my head (laughs) off (laughs) i was terrified of them of course you were (laughs) They're fine in a book or on yeah, television, I but then when they're like around you, them, but yeah. these things were like moving and roaring, and I'm like, I want to, no. I want to watch Jurassic Park. I don't want to be in Jurassic Park. No, no, no. This was many years before Jurassic Park. I know you were a child, a child of dinosaurs. <laughs> May seventeenth, nineteen sixty-five. Happy birthday, Trent Reznor. Happy birthday. Who records under the name Nine Inch Nails? Best known for industrial dance songs like Head Like a Hole and Closer, his best known song might be Hurt, especially after it was covered by Johnny Cash. Reznor won an Oscar in 2011 for the original score for the movie The Social Network. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he's an Oscar-winning composer now. He's done quite a few movie uh, soundtracks now. You like Nine Inch Nails? Um, yeah. They, you like I, them, don't you? I, you love them. You want to marry them. I, it was a big teenage angst sure. music for me. Yeah. I kind of don't want to listen to them again. Right. Because I feel like there might be a cringe factor to that. Maybe. Maybe a little like, bit. Oh, I was awful. <laughs> well, anything like before... Because that's eighty nine, ninety kind of era when they when he first started recording, yeah. And there were there's stuff like that from the early eighties when I was in high school and junior high and things like that that are the same sort of cringeworthy. Like it's so it's so angry and earnest and and like hard on the sleeve and like the poetry you wrote as an angsty teenager brought <laughs> to music, yeah. And it's like you know. I don't want to go back and read my angsty poetry either. Oh, God, what a nightmare. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just like if someone brought that out and was like, and here's what Paul wrote <laughs> when he was 14 years old, I would just run screaming. That's like that's like a really great version of hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you have an audience and you're there. Yeah. And then it just like plays your life from like 13 to 19. Oh, oh yeah. The worst. The worst. <laughs> Like when you are just at your worst, the worst <laughs> person in the world. This is what she said to her own mother, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. We're sorry for being 13 to 19 years <laughs> oh, old. Oh, God. I'm glad we got past it. Oh, me too. All right, everybody. That was your prep of the games. It is now time for our Audio Round Challenge, and uh, today, Monica picked the theme for this week's challenge. Monica, explain what we're doing. 
These are uh, songs with women's names in the title. There you go. That was which the... I think we've done something similar, but if we have, it's been a while. So okay. uh, hopefully, we didn't pick the same. Songs. I think we just did names and not specifically a woman's no, name. No, this one's for the ladies because it's Mother's because Day. Because it's Mother's Day. Uh, do you want to go first or would you like to go second? I will go second. Okay. Also, I like to say that because of last week and your perfect amazingness. Yes. I went a little harder this time. Okay. That's good. So challenging you. I will say that there's one in my round for you that. I'll never know. (laughs) Thanks. We're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. Uh, uh, yours, I'll, I'll say this much. Yours has a theme. Oh, goody. Yours yes. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is your first one. Sounds so familiar. Yeah. Oh, is that from Greece? It is. Sandy. It is Sandy. And Greece or John Travolta. I'll take either one of those. Okay. Very nicely done. Hooray! Yay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Here's your first one. A man whose legs are bent and paralyzed. And the wants and the needs of a woman. You're- that song is um, called Ruby, Don't Take Your Love to Town. <laughs> and the artist is Kenny Rogers in the first edition. I think it was just Kenny Rogers. It's yeah, fine. I, I think he was still with the first edition at that point. It was a little backup band. But yeah. Take Your Love to Town kind of sounds like she was prostituting. <laughs> Don't take your love to town. For God's sakes, turn around. I think that's you don't the, have that's the to end of turn the song. on the red light. <laughs> really? Those days are over. <laughs> well, you got it. All right. I can't stop you. <laughs> you are an unstoppable machine. All right. Here is your next one. And remember, there's a theme. Mr. <laughs> There's a theme. We have talked about this band before. We have? Yes. You played me a song. By this band? By Rick James, and I thought it was this band. Oh. Who did you think Rick James was? Because it had that it had that voice in it. That that sort of voice in it. Oh. Like a disco band? Yeah, it's kind of your early 80s funk disco-y sort of band. Is that like Earth, Wind, and Fire or something? It's is like that. that. It's not It's not them. I don't I don't know who it is, so... Okay. I'm, I'm going to guess a name. Sure. Which I actually know I don't. No. Well, I'll tell you all the all your songs are a single name. Is it Candy? 
It is candy. Oh, shit. Well done. <laughs> and the band is... That is incredible. And the band is Cameo. Oh, yeah. The band yeah, is Cameo. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. The Amazing Candy. <laughs> I think I know what the theme is. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you probably have figured it out by now. Oh, my gosh. What a fantastic guess. That makes me happy. I don't care if you get <laughs> That this makes right. me happy. That makes me happy, too. <laughs> Here we go. Please come back where you belong. I think to you, baby. Please don't leave me alone. No! Uh, all right. I think that's Little Richard. Yes. Is it Lucille? Yeah. All right, good. Dang. There's so many songs named Lucille, and Kenny Rogers did a song called Lucille. I know. I actually <laughs> looked that up yeah. later. Yeah. I thought about putting the both the Kenny Rogers songs. Oh, God, that'd songs, be funny. But I didn't. That would be very funny. <laughs> All right, here is your next one, and now you know some themes. Mm-hmm. Here you go. On a western bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day, lonely sailors. That is Brand, the lovely Brandy. (laughs) Is it parentheses? You're a fine girl. Yeah. I can't remember who does it though. That's a good. This is a good trivia one to know because this song gets get is a lot of play. Yeah, but people don't remember who did it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to remember, but when you say it, I will. Sure. The band is Looking Glass. Right. Yes. That's a good one to remember out there, everybody. Uh, and a great song. It's a good karaoke song. It's a great karaoke song. Did I tell you when I sang it? And the part, the part where it says, and Brandy does her best to understand. Yeah. I changed to, and Brandy's an independent woman and doesn't need a man. <laughs> That part of the song has always bothered me so it's, much. Yeah, it's it's a very much a throwback sort of song to earlier it's times. Like Brandy, of, he is just not that into you, yeah. girl. Yeah, at night when the bars close down, Brandy walks and she's fine. She's fine. She, she doesn't yeah. need him. She's good. She's all good. <laughs> she's not. She's not sad. She's she's fine. She's got a lot of different sailors to <laughs> choose from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's she's. She's got too many sailors. <laughs> she got a lot of sailors. Let us see. Well, that seems kind of weird. I don't mean it that way, and I don't mean that either. <laughs> Whose turn is it? It's, it's, play me a song. Okay. <laughs> Love it. I don't know what the name of it is. Is that the? Um, oh no, I'm going to get these two mixed up. Is that the Four Tops? Yes. Okay. Uh, but boy, I don't know the name of that song. I don't know the name. They say it in the chorus. Yeah, and it's Bernadette. Bernadette. Oh no, I never would have come up with that. But, That's a uh, really good song. Uh, anything, anything. Four tops, temptations in that era. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm a sucker for. That's great. Uh, okay, here is, here's the next one, and it's going to be tough. But uh, think about your theme. Forever. Forever. We say 
This is where I started to really have to stretch for some names that rhymed. (laughs) 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 I think you might be able to guess what the last one's going to be at this point. Yeah, so I'm not going to guess that name for this. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to think of another name that rhymed. Yeah. I'm going to give you a hint, though, if I can. It's also the name of of a drink that's like beer and lemonade. Oh, Shandy. It's Shandy. Because <laughs> I know you're not going to get probably get the band. Because it doesn't sound like anything that band has ever done. Oh, it doesn't? No, it's it a very like an odd. It's band. Well, it's 1980 okay. when it came out. So was it like a later song for them? Yeah, they were a 70s band to begin with. More hard rock than that. Yeah, I don't know. You want to guess a hard rock band from the 70s? No. Okay. That's Kiss. <laughs> oh. That is Kiss with their God, song Shandy. The That's when like they had discovered, you know what? Maybe we should do more disco-y stuff. And they had done a song the year before called I Was Made For Loving You, which is actually a great disco song, but it's Kiss doing disco. <laughs> so they kind of kept that going. With, well, you uh, know what? Props to them for trying to not sound like Kiss anymore. Yeah. that was probably a good move. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to the Kiss army out there, but <laughs> you'll only like them because they were am, dressed in makeup. I am not going to apologize for the fact that I do not like Kiss. Yeah. They, they were mediocre at best. All right. Yeah. Next, we're down to our last ones. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, no, wait. You, you have, have two, two more. Okay, right, right. We both have two? You have one more. You have two. Okay. Okay, so the last two for you are the hardest ones. Okay. Well, it sounds like Death Cab for Cutie. It is. And I'm just going to pick some... Wait, I'm going to give you a hint. Oh, good. Well, it's not much of a hint. Okay, but the I'll last take what you give two me. songs, yes, are not just the single name. Okay, it has a name in it, but it's more than one word. Okay, this one is called uh, uh, Beth. I'm I'm calling you from Death Cab for Cutie. I have no How idea. How did you know that? It's on their album. We've referenced our name in every song. <laughs> It's a pretty good album. I don't know what the name of the song is. It's called What Sarah Said. Okay, never would have gotten that. But yeah, definitely Ben, definitely ben Gibbard. So. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got a point. All right, here is your last one. <laughs> well, that is not the version I expected. <laughs> but I think a version you probably enjoy. Yeah. That's Mandy. Yes. Is it me first in the Gimme Gimme? It is gimmies? me first in the Gimme yes. Gimmies. Well done. Yeah, I didn't want to give you the straight up Manilo version right there. Yeah. And I do enjoy that uh, that cover. They are wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 a lot of fun. Um, all right, La, give me Last one more. One. 
it sounds familiar, which is an odd thing. Um, no, I'm not going to get that one. The song is called Karen, Don't Be Sad. <laughs> no, I never would have gotten that. Not familiar? No. I don't know if it's a cover or not, and but then, that is Miley Cyrus. That is Miley. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Miley. Is that something new from her or is that? It's, I think it said 2015 wow. was that album. Okay. You know, it sounds like she was like, you know, Lana Del Rey's a thing. Maybe I should do a little Lana Del Rey moment in my in my repertoire. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about that song is the production quality seems really shitty. Yeah. And I wonder if that's like on purpose. It must or... be. It must be. They. She has enough Actually, producers Actually, when I her. found it on Spotify, I played it and I'm like, this is just somebody pretending to be Miley Cyrus, <laughs> like in their basement right, or something. Right. And then I'm like, no, this is on her page. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was good. Um, all right. So how did we do? All right. I got one, two, three, seven. Nicely done. You got six. Oh, so you won. <laughs> I did. Well done. <laughs> By one. Yeah. That pulling the candy title. Yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah. Shandy, you gave me a really good hint for that one. So yeah. So that's why I won. Because yeah. you're nice. Well, we would have tied then at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I won. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> because, sorry. Because you're nice. Because I'm a nice guy. Yeah. So really, I win for being nice. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the nicest thing you ever said. All right, before we get out of podcast world today, uh, let's talk about where we're hosting this week. This week, Tuesday at Fitzgerald's and Ballard, and Thursday is not going to happen. No Pono this Thursday. Because it's, uh, it's the 17th of May, which is a Norwegian holiday. Right. And they're doing like the parade and stuff, and... Pono is having like a DJ. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be there, but you are welcome. Yes. Or, or better yet. <laughs> yes. On Thursday, you can, uh, if you are a Ballard person, uh, just go over to the next neighborhood over in Wallingford and play at Murphy's. Yes. At 730. Uh, as for me, I am on regular schedule this week. A Skylark on Mondays in West Seattle. The Crown Bar on Tuesdays in Tacoma. Uh, the Berliner, which was off last week because they were uh, doing some renovations, but they are back on this week uh, in Renton. And then thurs- that's on Wednesdays and Thursdays at Local 907 in Renton as well. And, of course, all of those are free to play. Oh, there's also uh, Bison Creek on Tuesdays with Cat and Burian and uh, Murphy's, as I said, are Tuesdays and Thursdays in Wallingford with Jason and uh yeah they're all free they're all fun go and get them next week we are going to be announcing the next tournament and the dates which is uh fast approaching now so get ready for that oh my gosh we um, picked a name for it yes we're gonna <laughs> unveil all that stuff so uh, be watching our website quizfix.net and facebook twitter instagram and all that sort of stuff Also, uh, for those of you in the South Sound Tacoma area, 
Uh, I'll be playing at the Gig Harbor Beer Festival next uh, or this Saturday, coming Saturday, the 19th, with uh, a Weezer tribute band called Surf Wax Americans. And uh, we were playing, I think, 1 o'clock at the beer festival. So if you like beer and Weezer. uh, Weezer. Yeah, exactly. Come down and uh, see me play bass and sing some backups. It's pretty fun. Yay, falsetto. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I think that will do it. Uh, So thanks a lot for listening and downloading. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.